Hi, Carol. Welcome to the studio. Hi, Kevin. Thanks for having me. It's, it's actually the third time uh, you've, you've been here. Um, first of all, with your book, uh, Unfair Advantage, and, and your other book, Influencers. But now your third book, Zoonotic. Do I pronounce that correctly? Yes, exactly. Zoonotic is perfect. Uh, what's it about? It's, 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 it's a fairly yeah, zoo animal uh, title. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, do like animals, Kevin. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's clear. Well, it's uh, it's uh, a response to an obsession I have for a while now. So it's better to come out in the open with all your obsessions, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So uh, I um, I'm a marketeer. So of course, mm -hmm. we as marketeers we use the word going viral often, mm -hmm. but it actually it's a concept that we borrow from nature. Mm -hmm. It's a, a scientific event which we see in nature all the time. And one of those types of uh, viral pandemic versions is zoonotic, mm -hmm. being when a virus skips from an animal to a human or in between humans. So the, the shift from one animal to another, which lived next to each other uh, peacefully before while they jump over. And uh, that's what a zoonotic in nature is all about. Mm -hmm. And of course, I try as an obsessed marketeer to think about new solutions all the time for upcoming challenges. And I saw in nature what we all need is new formulas to solve new problems. And that's when I looked into the zoonotic approach in nature. I saw a solution for marketing problems. Mm -hmm. um, we have a, a need for exponential growth now more than ever. And going viral is exactly what extra exponential growth is all about. And so I, in the book, I lay out how um, people can follow a certain uh, pattern, can follow certain steps. Like in my previous books, I always try to not only describe a concept, but also to give you a do-it-yourself approach. Mm -hmm. So you can try it on your own if you are more a smaller company. I admit that if you have a complex international approach or you have large uh, objectives in your in your mindset, then doing everything alone and in a do-it-yourself mm -hmm. book of let's say 30 euros will not do the thing, but a lot of entrepreneurs uh, need to find solutions on their own. And so I'm very proud to, to be able to also uh, help out solopreneurs mm -hmm. uh, and give some corporate ideas to uh, big managers. If, if you're talking about going viral, is it then stuff like, for example, the ALS uh, ice bucket challenge I need to think about, or is it something yeah. totally different? Well, that's the last step in the book. So the fun part is always at the end. Uh, <laughs> but we start with the strategy. Mm -hmm. So the strategy being, do I have everything lined up to go viral? Do I have a right product? Is it built in a certain way that it can go viral? Do I understand the strategic approach of going viral? That's the first part. That's what I would say being a little bit like the architecture of your idea. But, but sorry, to, sorry to interrupt because you're already saying something very important. You need to build a product that is able to, to go viral. But does, does that mean that is the other, uh, the other way around also true that some products 
yeah, or, or services can't go viral. So I think, yes, to put every success on your side, every option on your side to go viral, it's important to even start with the product um, and to have in mind that you want to go viral with it. But, but uh, if, we, if we look at the ALS example, the ALS organization as such may not be that likely to go viral, but they invented a campaign that was yes, yeah, perfect. Yes, in the end, exactly. So um, that's, um, that's a good cause. So it's hard to, to compare it to a corporate customer yeah, or true. with a, a commercial objective. But if you have a commercial objective, then you start with a strategy. You follow up with the right kind of leadership. If you don't, I believe... Mm -hmm. that you also have to have a certain mindset that you need to manage your people in a different way. Kevin, we worked together in the past, mm -hmm. you know, when we were much younger, remember? <laughs> it's been a while, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. And uh, we have been working in, in company cultures that have the right spirit to, to go viral. Mm -hmm. You can imagine that it wasn't that way everywhere else. So I try also to, um, these, these learnings and other examples in the world, you can imagine that a company like the, the Elon Musk companies, that they have a certain spirit, a certain leadership, and especially also certain teams, um, the composition, the way they interact, the way they collaborate, the way they think, how fast they go, and so on and so on. So th this is equally important. It's not that having a product and then at the other hand, having a right communication plan will do the trick. You also need the right people. Uh, so those are the three elements I, I hope um, to, um, to offer is the right strategy, the right team and leadership skills. Mm -hmm. And then in the end, a nice communication campaign like the, the epic split from uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme and Volvo Trucks, mm -hmm. which is also a school book example of how to go viral. So I gave a lot of cases in the book. Uh, uh, structures, patterns, uh, frameworks you see when um, campaigns or products go viral, what seems to be the red line, the, the constant uh, things that always come back. And I, I put it in, in exercises even. Uh, mm -hmm. I, uh, I try to give you like a, like a coach, the steps, the, the training um, you need to, to go through on your own or with your team in order to build slowly but surely this mindset and not to uh, to forget any steps mm -hmm. in order to get there but to, to go really viral with a with a message you you have the product you have the leadership you have the good campaign and then sometimes but maybe i'm wrong in that but sometimes then it appears to to work like magic and other times yeah. nothing happens yeah. isn't there it's something it's magic to like... us it's magic to us <laughs> but it is it is uh it is hard work it is um it's thought through there is nothing like magic uh i i, I wish it was it's, it's romantic <laughs> but in economics just magic will not do the thing if you it's like uh, they sometimes say hope is a bad strategy so mm -hmm. yeah you may hope that your ideas and your approach is magic but it would be safer uh to follow a plan mm -hmm. And of course, I don't think that all the viral strategies were um, built on a plan like I am describing in the book. Um, sometimes people follow uh, a hard, strict 
um, approach. They have a certain work ethic, mm -hmm. which makes them do those things right. Um, but it, it is meant to, to be shared with other people that want to learn and that they can't just hope that they have the right attitude and, and hope that they're doing things right, but that they get a guideline on how to do it. In some occasions, and I don't know whether that matters a lot or, or, or not, you see like accelerators or, or maybe to, to keep in terms of viruses and going viral, a super spreader or some uh, well-known yeah. person, Hollywood star or, or whatever, who starts spreading it and, and yes. you can use that as an accelerator. Yes, you do. Uh, the first one you, you mentioned, the super spreader, is, is uh, mandatory. Um, in my book, I describe that you need something really unique and a combination of two unique products or concepts that already lived for 100 years. Combining them could give you something really special, but th that will not guarantee the exponential growth. Mm -hmm. Putting in between those two concepts um, a super spreader will guarantee that you will uh, have this pandemic approach towards uh, the launch of your product. So the super spreader um, in, I give, uh, yes, it's a little bit of a zoo in animals. I hope these metaphors help you remember mm -hmm. and to, uh, to spread the approach in your company. But if you have two, like, let's, let's give you the uh, secret sauce of, of the book is uh, I found the idea in nature. It's not mm -hmm. that I invented it myself. Zoonotic is a, is a scientific event. Um, so if you have, like, let's say, a bird which has, has the bird flu, which is a, a pandemic that has been there for 100 years. On the other side, you have the human flu, um, which also is very successful in nature. And, mm -hmm. have, and, and we know all about it by now. But the classic flu uh, has been existing for a couple of hundred years. Separately from each other, they can't meet and they can't do anything. They can't combine mm -hmm. like the bird flu and the human flu. But then if you put a super spreader in between, things become pandemic. In this case, it was the, um, the pig. This mm -hmm. uh, funny little pig took the vi both vi viruses, which were pretty unique uh, on their own, and uh, they spread like a pandemic thanks to the super spreader. So you always need one. Uh, in our digital world, it's often a digital platform that gives you this uh, super spreader. But it's not always the case. Often it's uh, the soup, the smartphone, mm -hmm. which like Waze or U Uber uh, um, gives you this uh, super spreader. But even the human beings can be uh, super spreaders. So it's not always a technological approach. It's often the case. Let's be honest. But it's not always. Let's give you an example of that's not that has nothing to do with uh, technology. So you have the, the beauty business, which is a billion dollar business. Mm -hmm. Even the lotions, which we like to put on our face every mm -hmm. day, is a billion dollar business. Uh, on the other hand, plastic surgery is also a billion dollar business, which live on their own. They have their uh, unfair advantages for sure. That's why they create millions in the markets. But when uh, in 2002, Botox uh, came around, mm -hmm. it was like a combination of a lotion, which is in the, in the syringe, mm -hmm. and a, a minor, less intrusive way than a plastic surgery. So it was also a combination, but only this wouldn't have made it spread like Botox does to the, still today. Um, people. 
let's say in general mm-hmm. cliche uh, Kevin women hmm? mm-hmm. they put this in their faces like millions of women do and they become the super spreader of the product because they show the world what the results are and I'm not a fan that's not what I'm trying to say <laughs> but they do um, spread the message like what Botox uh, does for them and so the face yeah. of millions of people uh, men and women um, and often really ugly versions of, of consequences of, of their uh, of obsessive use of this product but then again it still spreads Mm-hmm. So if if you can use something that um, the, the the user is is um, portraying the the offer to the world that's just excellent, the user is the product. Even in digital environments, you see that like ways we all use it. We um, we are the product by using it. We improve the information for other users. Mm-hmm. So that's an excellent element in spreading. Uh, a product is that your users become the offer. Uh, even Facebook is like that. The Facebook is just a platform. It's empty. It's like a UX with empty mm-hmm. um, frameworks in it. It's only because we populate it every second of the day with content that we make the product. So that's something which is very, we know, we all know this. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, Try to think about those big six when um, going to your drawing board and wanting to have a huge success all over the world. Then just use the ingredients that have been um, proven to be right so many times over and over again. Yeah. If, if From your experience, if you uh, make the link to the event industry, could yeah. viral marketing be used to promote events or even further? Can events be part of the viral marketing approach? Both, yes. So I, I think um, there are a lot of examples. Let's take a, something everybody will know internationally like Tomorrowland. I didn't use the case in the book. I didn't really go through the case, but you feel uh, intuitively that Tomorrowland does a lot of uh, things right on a viral perspective. So mm-hmm. this is a very uh, good example on how to um, to make sure everybody knows your your um, uh, event is is there. But of course, in the last part on the communication element of the book, um, making an event uh, part of a pandemic approach is something you really should consider. Uh, we classically use um, YouTube or TV advertising, but putting it in an event perspective adds to the to the magic, if I uh, mm-hmm. may refer to your word, because um, events ha- tend to have this fear of missing out element in them, and so you're present or you're not. And uh, this um, this element of time pressure is one of the key elements in going viral. So events are by design uh, an excellent way to make your idea go viral. One example I, I immediately think about is is the Apple keynotes. It's a great example <laughs> of spreading your your word across the the globe. I think. Yeah, and the time pressure element is is important. You can't just it's like watching a football game or a soccer game. Um, you need to be there. Uh, mm-hmm. You can't see this in res- retrospective. It doesn't. It's not that important anymore. You want to be on the first row. 
and a lot of uh, good events or strong events tend to uh, to have this time pressure. It's always limited in time. And this time pressure is key to going viral. If people can choose whenever they do so, that doesn't add to the speed. Mm-hmm. It's not by accident that I still use the uh, metaphor of the cheetah in my book. Speed is of the essence in everything that we do today. And especially if you want to go viral. The only thing with events is that you will need to be careful. When do you put this on your agenda? In the timeline of your project, you will have to choose very carefully when you want to put this because... Going viral has also a certain aspect of aspect of uh, staying below the ra- radar for mm-hmm. a while. Yeah. If you think yeah. about how viruses work, you on you by now know that for a while they stay below the radar. Yeah, create some suspense uh, before yeah, actually breaking through. Breaking through, breaking out. Uh, everything that's trending on Google Trends has this approach of going like this for a while in the savanna and then going uh, exponential. So the hockey stick effect, you already visually see that there is a part of your story that remains below the ra- radar. And that's why people think it's magic, because then suddenly it's there. But mm-hmm. that's not the way it works. It has been there for a long while, making itself strong, spreading over over your, your geographic area, and then coming out when the time is right, when you're sufficiently spread that your competitors don't have any type of uh, eff- eff- um, effective response to you being everywhere. That's the point in time when ev- when you see it seems like everybody has it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when the, the curve of the um, exponential growth is visible to everybody. Okay. Um, Carol, your book, Zoonotic, is an absolutely must-read. Um, it will be available in English and in uh, Dutch, I assume, on Amazon.com and all other uh, websites yeah, alike everywhere. it will be available. Yes, it. you can reserve it already today, so I don't know when this will air, but uh, I'm kind of excited because... Today, officially, um, the the book is spread. Um, So I already have my first fans ordering the book. And so (laughs) I'm waiting any moment now that somebody's going to show me my book before I saw it myself. Yeah, I'm also still waiting for it. I only got the the, the PDF press version, (laughs) not the physical one yet. So I'm curious about that. It's on air. It's in the nature as from today. (laughs) So I wonder who's going to be the first person showing me my own book to me uh, and sending me a selfie. I'm looking forward to it because um, I wrote, like you said, two books already. And yeah, my first... Uh, writing skills uh, are from 2016 Mm -hmm. because then you have to wait weeks and months before it comes out but I I wrote like all 2016 my first book and still today if anybody um, shows me a picture of my book it's like a little child it is really stupid Uh, but I, I am very um, thankful to all uh, the readers or the buyers of uh, my previous book. Uh, so we have, I already have 6,000 people who did the effort to order the, uh, my book. So uh, it's, I'm very honored. It is, it's making me very humble. humble. I never thought that 
I never ever thought that I could say to my mother, mom, <laughs> I wrote a book. So it's really <laughs> impressive. Yeah, congratulations on that, Carol. And thank you very much uh, for sharing your, uh, these insights today. Yeah, my pleasure. Hope uh, that you have a lot of viral ideas when you read my book. Thanks. And you at home, thank you for watching our show. I hope to see you next week.